0: Let this define you. Life's challenges can derail you from your destiny and purpose. We're here to remind you that getting knocked down, no matter how hard, can be the starting point of the best days of your life. Do you believe that your failures can define you in the best way possible? Listen in on Patrick McMullen's conversation with inspiring people who have proven it can. Welcome to this week's episode of our podcast, where we have the honor of talking to Christy Siefkin an entrepreneur, executive communications coach, and founder of the Go To Speaker method. Many of you may already be familiar with Christy from her impressive career in television, where she served as a journalist, weather chief, and anchor for both Fox and CBS News. Today, Christy has transitioned her expertise to the realm of executive communications coaching, helping professionals enhance their skills and take that next step in their personal and professional development. Join us as we dive into her journey and gain insights into the strategies that got her to where she is today.
1: One of the things I've learned from you and your work is you work with all types of people. Because one of the things that you've talked about today and you talk about in your teachings, anybody that's watched your videos, is what you do can apply to anybody from the person that is the analytical To the highly driven, you've talked about the sales executives. Expand upon that, that what you do can apply to any personality type. Absolutely.
2: I love to work with introverts because it, it is my baseline. Yet again, people don't believe it, but it really is. I'm a big overthinker. I have a lot of monkey mind. I overanalyze everything. So I understand what it is like to be that person and to struggle to know what to say. You want to put all the details in. You want to support it with all the facts. You want all of the statistics. So when I work with individuals that often work in STEM or are introverted or are analytical, we work on getting that 30,000-foot view and creating messaging and stories that can connect with people that perhaps don't have that PhD in astrophysics that you do or in engineering. So I love working with that audience. I've worked with people who are a few years out of college that are trying to improve their interviewing skills. Because think about it, if you're in a job interview, it is a presentation. Mm-hmm. Um, I've also worked with people who are executives trying to get that next jump to another company, that they're making it several rounds through the job interview, but they're not. it's not sticking at the end. And we figure out not only in your messaging, what perhaps could be worked on. But in your executive presence, what are you communicating outside of your language, outside of the words themselves, that's having an impression on the audience? Because there's all sorts of research, I know you're familiar with this, Patrick, around our decision making when it comes to sales. We may at the end of the day say, oh, I picked this product because it was slightly cheaper and had a better warranty. But we actually have made that decision at a gut level and at a heart level because of the emotional influence so especially with those who are very analytical and in the weeds i step back and teach you how do we how do we target your specific audience and connect with them in an emotional way we'll still let you have your analytical personality but how do we influence them at a a heart level so it's i've worked with people in their 20s i've worked with people in their 60s i've worked with people that are entrepreneurs people that run fortune 100 companies people that are looking to become just better communicators to develop their their business network and people that have a true fear of public speaking. And perhaps they've been promoted in their job. Now the expectation is they give a keynote. They give these big presentations and it's taking their skills and their brilliance and teaching them to communicate it in an authentic way that feels comfortable to them. I mean, and that's part of what I love about the job too, is the
1: variety. The variety. So yeah. I got to ask, uh, What do you think is harder? I mean, you were a journalist in a top five media. I mean, people don't realize how big Phoenix is and how big the media market is to building your own business. Uh, Maybe not necessarily which is harder, but the biggest challenge in each.
2: Mm. Lifestyle of each is challenging. (laughs) Sure. So if you work in television, at least traditional TV news, you either work a morning shift, which means you get up at 145, at least if you're getting your hair and makeup done before you go. So you can get there by 330 in the morning, which means you go to bed at six or seven if you need to sleep. And I need a lot of sleep. And then you work often if you're on an evening shift, you work into the late evening. So that can make having a life challenging for sure. Um, I, I worked a split shift morning and night for three years. And I never knew what day it was. I never knew what time it was. That definitely was a challenge and and took a toll on me. And it was part of long term, even once I consistently worked nights, why I made the decision also to leave, because I wanted the freedom and the flexibility to go to a friend's daughter's dance performance to take a last minute trip somewhere. So that led to the entrepreneurship. And with an entrepreneurship, it is. Way more challenging in the sense that um, you, you you eat what you kill, right? If, and I sure. am a, I'm a solopreneur. And so to know every day that the what arrives at your doorstep tomorrow is dependent upon what you do today, you're wearing a lot of hats. I am business development. I am sales. I'm accounting. I'm marketing. I'm the uh, research and analytics team developing the product. And then I deliver the product. And you get this too from entrepreneurship. It's a lot to juggle, but it's tremendously fulfilling. And if I have a a very long day or I'm sleep deprived, to know that it's for me and to know that I'm working on something I'm excited about that's going to help somebody else and I'll be able to see those results makes the challenge completely worth it.
1: I've commented a couple of times as you and I got to know each other, you remind me of a national media presence. I met Katie Couric, and I mean Which that- Which I'm so that, flattered by, It's Thank It's you. amazing your, how personal you are. You had the opportunity. You probably could have gone to that next level, yet you've risked it all and yeah. walked away. Uh, you're letting it redefine who you are. So if you in a couple senses or a minute, who do you want to be known as?
2: Mm. I want to be known as Christy Siefkin. <laughs> okay. People often think, okay, I want to be the next Oprah Beyoncé. Uh, well, you know, f- pick your your celebrity or whoever you aspire to in the business world, Elon Musk. I, I want to be known as someone who supports, educates, rallies, and inspires other people. I fully realize that what my business is now. It may look totally different two years from now or five years from now. At the core of everything I do is the desire to use my passions and my talents to hold somebody else up, to elevate somebody, to achieve their goals and make them feel confident in what they're doing. So whatever interaction I have with someone individually, in a group setting, that is the impression and the legacy I'd like to leave.
1: That's awesome. What a great statement. We at let this define you and the Breaktime University platform, we have access to thousands of businesses. And beyond what you just said, what would you want someone to know without question about you, your business, something that maybe they wouldn't find on your website, Yeah, which is awesome. If you guys haven't seen it, I'm going to plug it for (laughs) christyseifkin.com. It it is so well done. I'm beyond impressed. And I worked oh, very hard
2: on it, it, it while having my my full-time job. <laughs>
1: it's, it's awesome. What what would you want people to know about you?
2: For those who are looking for the differentiating factor, if you're stuck in your career or your business and it's not something that you can figure out with the analytical part of your brain, you're looking at the numbers, you're looking at the business plan, and something just isn't sticking. I suspect and I see this consistently with clients, I've, I've collected the data around it, it likely does have something to do with your communications and how you're showing up in the world. And I, while I don't like the phrase soft skills, I'll use it because it's a term that people are familiar with. As we move into an economy where everything is technologically advanced, where you can turn to ChatGTP or other AI tools to do a lot of this analytical work for you, The real differentiating factor in your success is you as the individual. You can't replicate you. There is no digital version of you. So your ability to stand out in your individual job, within the company you're in trying to grow, trying to get a new job, trying to build your business, is dependent upon being a persuasive communicator and an interesting person who shows your value. And I think there's no better way to do that than through speaking. Speaking being in person, on video, through a podcast. And those interactions, the people who succeed, I saw consistently as I interviewed thousands of people over the years. The people that made it to the very top, top positions and got the best positions were the best communicators. One of the keynotes that I deliver as, as a professional speaker is around the theme of those who communicate the best surpass the rest. And it is true. I could rattle off for days examples of famous people that you know, in addition to clients that have walked through my door, that when you have two equal candidates, two equal individuals that you're considering to hire for a job, work with as a contractor, bring in as part of an organization, the person who has great leadership skills via their communication is the person who gets chosen. And whether it's fair or not, when you have two people that are maybe even they aren't equally intelligent or accomplished, the person who can present themselves that they are more confident and more competent, is getting the opportunity. So if you look around and you're frustrated, banging your head against a wall thinking, this person isn't as talented, this person doesn't have as many years experience, why do they keep getting the opportunities? The pattern that I often see is that these people have mastered becoming influential communicators, and that's the secret sauce that often people overlook. They think the resume alone, the experiences alone are gonna get them where they wanna go. It'll only get you so far if you don't have that other piece of the puzzle.
1: So Christy, as we get close to the end here, it's a time where, what's three things you would tell people just bing, bang, boom, to do, Mm -hmm. and a couple things not to do when it comes to what you teach?
2: Bing, bang, boom. Okay, let's start with Bing. (laughs) Bing will be our first. Before you communicate anything, look at your audience. Your audience is the hero of the story. When we communicate, we often think about what do I want to say? What's important to me? What do I want to get across? That's the biggest mistake that you can make. You need to look at your audience and analyze them as best as you can. This is where the researcher in me loves to do this. Mm -hmm. Find out What is it that keeps them up at night? What are their dreams? What are their desires? I mean, this is fundamental to to marketing and advertising. And I I share this not in a manipulative way, but if you really want to reach your audience, you need to know that you're delivering a message that resonates with them. So that would be Bing. What's next, Bang? Bang. Bang is next. There is no such thing as a naturally born great communicator. Some people might have the propensity for it. They might enjoy it more but it is a learnable skill just like tennis and just like chess and if you are focused exclusively on the words you will continue to be stuck and this is where whether you engage me or someone like me or you choose on your own journey to explore this you need to look at it, the essence of what you're communicating what is the impact at a um at a heart level that you're trying to have on somebody because when you fixate on the words the message just the brain You will never communicate with people in a way that resonates. So so never forget that you want to influence at that heart level as well. And then boom is where we're taking it home. Take it home. The easiest way to become a more comfortable communicator is to do it and feel uncomfortable and cringe. You're going to record yourself on video as you do this. You're going to watch it. You're going to see maybe you have the one chicken wing that flaps like younger Christie had. You're going to see you have lots of fillers or you, you have no fluctuation within your voice. If you don't give yourself the baseline to work from, there's no way to improve. So we, we look at other things in our life like sports. We think of looking at, at tape, right? We look at footage from a football game and see what did we do wrong team? What can we improve next time? Often in our communications, we don't do that because it's so painful to look at ourselves that we just avoid it entirely especially when it comes to outward communication, public speaking, presentations, podcasts. The more that you do watch yourself on camera, the more comfortable you'll become with where you're at, and it'll give you a baseline where you can move from. Still to this day, I hate to watch myself on video, okay? And I, I was on TV for eight hours a day for over a decade. It becomes easier, but the only way to see what other people see is to watch yourself, to listen to yourself. And if you don't choose to engage somebody professionally, A, you won't get there as fast. I'll just say that. It's not a plug for myself. It's for for anything you choose in life. There's a reason why we go to the tax person instead of trying to figure out ourselves. There's a reason we go to the fitness trainer and instead of trying to figure out ourselves. You can figure it out yourself, but if you are short on time and you want to reach your goal faster, then seek help. And there's there's no shame in it. Even if you are late into your career and you think, there, There's no changing now, Christy. You can't teach an old dog new tricks. You absolutely can. I'd say half, if not more, of my clients within a group setting and individuals are people that are in the second half or even closer to the end of their career. So there's always time to grow and change.
0: Did you enjoy this conversation? To hear more, subscribe to our channel and keep an eye out for the continuation of Patrick's Chat with Christy Sepkin. Thank you for joining us and remember to let this define you.